Hi everyone, and welcome to Midweek Hanash with Kay and Yvonne. Hey! Hello. <laughs> long time, long time. Yeah. Hey everyone, thanks for still listening to this podcast. And we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Dai? I'm good. How are you? I think you have a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. As, so, per, uh-huh. as per our last episode, um, we did mention, or you did mention about your recent trip um, back home, mm-hmm. and we just sort of brush it aside for uh, for this episode to happen. Yeah, kind so, of like a teaser. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so... Tell me, <laughs> tell me about your trip after yeah. six years, right? Yeah. Right. So, um, since I came to Canada in 2016, that was my first time to go back home, and um, it was, I think, emotional for me in a way because I was kind of imagining it to be like a family reunion and I kind of envisioned uh, going back home as um, seeing my whole family but you know like my mom is um, gone but I always like think about her everywhere I go especially in Cebu and um, it was a very good trip like a lot of people I mean I didn't have much time I only had like three weeks and a few days Mm -hmm. but um, Mm -hmm. it was very emotional for me as well because I got to see my longest friends my old friends that was so surprised that I actually came home I never told them I only told one friend and we did like a whole surprise for them even my close friend Marian in Vancouver didn't even know that I was going home and we just surprised her by um, calling her uh, via Facebook Messenger yeah (laughs) from the Philippines and then I just showed up in the video and she was so surprised like why are you there (laughs) yeah that was so funny I can imagine because I think she sent a message in our group chat after (laughs) you did the surprise yeah and she was like oh you knew all along (laughs) like well my accomplice <laughs> uh, I mean like um, going home after a while and with all of you know the things that happened to you in the past six years mm-hmm. I mean I can't really imagine how your trip went aside from the fact that I've been one of your first you know, <laughs> viewers of your IG stories <laughs> each time you post I'm like ah, I'm here for it yeah <laughs> I mean, I I felt so bad because um, I never posted anything just for the surprise. So my friends wouldn't know that I was going to go home. And then um, suddenly I posted a lot of stories like um, going back. This is what happened. This is what happened at the airport. And then this is the first food that I um, ate. And then my friend uh, jokingly said, like, um, at first, Yvonne didn't post anything at all. And then after a few days, when everyone knew that she was home, like she started to post like a PowerPoint presentation. I said, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but that's just how it goes. If you haven't been home for six years, 
you know the excitement of it all yeah i mean yeah. you don't have to explain yourself for that mm -hmm. i mean exactly. you deserve to post all yeah. the food exactly. the people you met mm -hmm. and you know what you said um in our previous episode about uh missing home when you said that you never when you went home and then when you came back to canada that's when jet lag hit yeah that's that's what really <laughs> happened to me and i was i don't know like i expected my whole body to be jet lag when um the first few days that i'm actually in cebu but because medi who went home to france um last year told me that he had jet lag first straight two weeks and he when, didn't have appetite mm, uh, like he didn't sleep good like he was so um i don't know feeling weak or something and then i expected my body to be like that but no i was i guess i was too excited to just do all the things that i i have on my list right but my body didn't even think about having that <laughs> <leg>. <laughs> yeah you just went straight up meet mm -hmm. people and who cares about jet lag so the jet lag didn't even try <laughs> yeah <laughs> he didn't even try and you know what like um i also mentioned in our previous episode that just wait until i'm back home and i'm gonna eat all the seafood that i yes. want yes. and that's exactly what happened it's like i had seafood for every single meal <laughs> I know, like you manifested everything. Yeah. <laughs> like the Esau, I saw the Esau. Yes. Um, the lechon, mm -hmm. all the dim sum harbor. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? Um, uh, it's funny, but for how many years that I craved for a whole lechon, like cracking like the ribs from the lechon, uh -huh. um, I really had... Uh, nightmare not really nightmares but let's say i had um a lot of dreams about it like me <laughs> just digging into the litron and nightmares in the sense that i i had nightmares that when i went to the party the whole lechon was already consumed and i didn't have any of the lechon and you know what i just went home and it was my sister's birthday it was like oh wow this is such a dream come true <laughs> like i want to cry right there uh, i'm so happy for you yeah. <laughs> like all your um food trip dreams and exactly. all of everything just came true with you that know trip. what i kind of envisioned if you want to really enjoy the philippines there's like a separate um, month that you just do all the beaches and stuff and mm -hmm. like all the touristy spots in the philippines and then another month for just like eating because you you know with just three weeks for me it was like so short i didn't even get to eat everything i want mm. well yeah uh, you should really plan it like mm -hmm. um not really you know like a per hourly plan but like, <laughs> like if you really want to experience everything you have to like set days for this specific activity to this specific mm -hmm. activity because if you're like just go out there and just be random or whatever you'll end up 
I mean, there's still, you know, that positive side of doing things randomly. But, you know, if you really have that goal, if you have that um, list of things that you want to eat or you want to do, well, might as well. Yeah, you you set a time and you plan it. Yeah. I but mean, yeah, I was so happy looking at your videos, mm-hmm. <laughs> all your beach trips, and you know, I I became so curious about Bantayan Island. I've never yeah. been, um, and yeah, just seeing those posts made me miss home somehow. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, I was just so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have something to say about going home. But um, before you do, I just wanted to say, like, I kind of feel bad that, um, you know, I know people miss you if you've been, especially like people really, really close to you. Like, I know they miss you if you've been gone for a very long time. But I also want to like, I don't know, apologize because I haven't had time to see all my friends and family. And um, it was just that this time that I went home, my sole purpose of the travel was really to eat everything that I missed (laughs) and like visit all the nice beaches in the Philippines because we don't have that here in Quebec. And um, to spend time with my immediate family. And that's exactly what happened like 90% of the time and like just a few days that I had like spare time was the only day that I can get to squeeze in some like quality time with some of my friends but Mm -hmm. you know I wish I had more time but you know we'll see maybe in the future I I can have more time you know what you don't have to apologize I think because you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. I mean, yeah, that's true. But you, you, you know you, how Filipinos think. I know. You know. That's also the thing. That's what I was gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like that's the, that's a good uh, segue. Like <laughs> I know. Um, I mean, yeah, you paid for your ticket. You know, you prepared a lot for this trip, and it like other people should not dictate how your trip mm-hmm. should go, right? Exactly. So. Yes, you just do it according to what you want, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know it can be hard. You, you want to please everyone. Well, not really please everyone, but you you, you just want to, you know, meet everyone, right? Like mm-hmm. for six years that you've been gone. But what I've learned, I mean, I've, I've, I've been, uh, I've been to the Philippines like twice since I moved here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what I've learned from those trips um, is that uh, it really like I don't I don't need to please everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. um, we were just talking about it. I was just talking about it with my sister because they were planning to um, go back and you know uh, visit uh, from Australia. Uh, mm-hmm. But and and then she was like, uh, I think she she's having a hard time, you know. Um, um, arranging her her Schedule. vacation, yeah, mm-hmm. her vacation time, and maybe she'll end up, you know, staying for a week or, you know, just a shorter trip for her. Mm-hmm. And then I I came to realize all of a sudden from that conversation that I am not as excited as I was maybe before mm-hmm. of the idea of going, going home. back home. Yeah, one thing that really sets me off is 
the amount of time that I waste <laughs> flying back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all the hassle. It's not just in the East Coast. 13. It's more than that. I know, and it's not just twelve or thirteen hours, right? Because you yeah. have to go to the airport at least like now three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, just and you have for a big the security. Layover. Yeah, and and then plus the layover plus you know being bloated during <laughs> during the entire plane ride yeah you know just there's just a lot of things going on and it can be stressful and just the thought of that really sets me off in you know planning to go back home mm-hmm. i mean if i will go for a vacation back in the philippines my main goal would be just to meet my family, right? Mm-hmm. My niece. Yeah, that's our immediate purpose. Yeah, right? we're, yeah, that's always been our purpose. And I thought, well, I can meet them somewhere that's closer or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not just the Philippines. The Philippines yeah, yeah, or Davao. I mean, I can meet them closer, maybe somewhere in Asia or US yeah. or wherever. Uh, that's going to be... You know, not too stressful for me. Mm-hmm. And also, um, in terms of like um, having to meet, you know, the rest of your relatives or the rest of your friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I was here um, since I moved here in Canada. Like, only a few people even messaged me and asked. Oh my how, gosh! How exactly I... my thoughts, Dai. <laughs> yeah, how am I doing back here? Or you know. Only a few would check out on me, like, how are you doing? Or, you know, how, what's what? going on with you, blah, blah, blah. And I don't need to meet, you know, the rest everyone. of them. Yeah. yeah, everyone who didn't even bother. Mm-hmm. I mean, not all um, knows how to deal with, um, like, long distance relationship long distance relationship meaning like even within families or friends right um not all are really into it or whatever but i mean if you're really friends with me or or if you really really care you would shoot just even a message like hi how are you that would you know somehow make me feel better on this side of the world and so i'm like if you didn't even check in on me for how many years, why would I, you know, spend a day? You. Yeah, yeah spend a day uh, throughout my three week vacation with you. And it just sucks. Like those ideas, uh, yeah. really, yeah, really set me off uh, in in vacation planning back mm. home. <laughs> I totally understand you. And those were my initial thoughts, <laughs> like um, going home and not telling anyone because I only told one person like my best friend who i always talk to like every single day yeah um even though we were like in a long distance relationship like she was really my constant since Aww. the beginning and yeah. she was the only one who knew that i was going home and for me it was like yeah you need to know because you're the only one for me in my head was like for me you were the only one who really cared for me yeah. when i was like abroad but mm-hmm. you know one thing that i realized Right away when I got to see my friends and I got to squeeze in a few hours of my um, itinerary to see my my friends, some of my friends, I realized that the, actually the reason why they didn't even have time to contact you or just say, hi, how are you, is because they're actually also busy with the adulting, like with their life. And I see them with their kids and like 
with their business or whatever is new to them. But the one thing is the very nice thing about, um, you know, being connected to friends, even though you didn't, let's say, speak for a year, is by the time you actually see them, it's like not, no time has passed. Like mm-hmm. it just went straight back to like when we were still in high school or when we were still in college, mm-hmm. like all the memories and all the conversations about the how it was before like what we did what we um were crazy about before and all that like it just clicked and it made sense and i started to give them the the benefit of the doubt like um i understand you guys like i i know we haven't really talked a lot while i was away but i understand now why because they're Mm -hmm. all so busy living their lives and you know like me i don't have a kid yet but i see like firsthand how actually difficult it is to raise a child mm-hmm. so i kind of just said to myself like i totally understand <laughs> well yeah i mean that's the other side of it yeah the other but side of the coin i'm like um if you just come to think of it like before like I'm talking like 20, 30 years before, um, like if a Balikbayan relative would come home, um, it would feel really strange because there's no um, connection like social media yet or the only means mm-hmm. of reaching out to them is through letters, which I did with my, with my aunt mm-hmm. when I was a little younger. Like we would send her letters and all just to keep in touch. And so, I mean... I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> like, I put an effort to a relationship or, you know, just to keep in touch mm-hmm. to someone whom I really value. And then now with the, with the technology that we have, it mm-hmm. wouldn't hurt if you just shoot a message. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. I mean, these people, like, especially, um, you know, our friends and relatives back home, they're much into Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. you're on, always online. It will really uh, have a big impact to us who's living far. Yeah. Uh, if you just say hi or send yeah. a message. That's um, actually anyway. the lesson of this episode. Like, <laughs> guys, you know what? There's also a side of them because I heard this from my cousin because um, my dad like forcefully told me that we should do a despedida for me with uh-huh. um, my my relatives from my mom's side it wasn't part of my whole itinerary like i didn't actually have time for it but we did make it happen and um when i actually saw my cousins like for the longest time they told me like oh we didn't know how to reach you like they actually Uh. said that you know they they feel that it's um I don't know, invading my space maybe, like to say hi or whatever. But just to let you know, guys, uh, for us who haven't been in the Philippines for a long time, um, it would really mean a great lot to us if you just say hi, send us a message through Facebook Messenger or whatever and ask us how our day was like or like how it is living here. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we would we really like it. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And we would appreciate it uh even like um I mean it we would appreciate it more when we go back home, right? Like mm-hmm. 
we spent time with them because they were kind of nice to us and you know checked in on us while we were away yeah that's true <laughs> uh but but yeah. i also wanted like check myself for that like in that um if you're doing perspective the same like <laughs> am i also doing the same thing to my friends that i've lost the uh, connection with like um you know i always remember this song <laughs> from olivia rodrigo like i hope you're doing okay or i don't know if that's exactly the title but that song is like saying like i had a friend when i was in grade school and i remember that this was the problem of my friend but i hope you're doing okay right now like you know those friends that i haven't had any connection with but i've had an acquaintance with you or we've been close for i don't know some point in our lives i hope you're doing okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry for not chatting or whatever and you're open for reconnecting yeah, that's true <laughs> yeah i mean it's just sad because uh like when you think about those friends i mean i do have those friends too whom i am really close with um before leaving the philippines and then all of a sudden you move to a different country and then you lost the connection right away yeah. uh yeah It's just sad, but yeah, you're right. Like we have our different adultings to do. Mm-hmm. We have our, you know, problems to deal with. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so bitter. <laughs> Am I? Am I so bitter? I don't no. know. Maybe because I just miss my friends. Oh, also, I, I just wanna um, insert this uh, story of when the time uh, when the time. that you were gone in the mm-hmm. Philippines. My girlfriend, my best friend from Winnipeg, mm-hmm. um, came to BC mm-hmm. to visit us. Uh, we visited her and her family back in November mm-hmm. um, in Winnipeg. And then they decided to have like a one-week trip here in BC to check it out um, with her, her husband, and their kids. Mm-hmm. So I was... busy myself <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah uh, we went around busy and you know we were, we were talking about it like a lot has changed like we talk uh her and i we talk almost every day mm-hmm. but still it's different when you know that person is there with you like physically physically yeah and then you realize a lot has changed a lot has changed between the both of you like mm-hmm. individually a lot has changed but still it's um it's amazing how you still you know connect, connect. and that's how good. still you relate with each other or yeah and that's the good thing about having a deep relationship when you're still young with a friend because even though a lot of time has passed you still go back to that core memory of when you were, yeah. you know, younger and when you had nothing. And now look at us, we're successful, we're here, look at us. Like, you know, um, you always have something to look back into. Unlike if you're already an adult and you try to find a new person, you need to get to know them again, um, get to know who their family are and all that stuff, which we don't really have time <laughs> So you wouldn't really know them in a deeper level, I guess. No. Yeah, and it, you just get lucky if you 
if you do, I mean, if you're able mm -hmm. to find that someone like in your adult life and you start to have a great connection with, I mean, yeah, that's very rare. Not, yeah, very rare to happen. But um, anyway, <laughs> you know what? One thing that I've noticed, um, like Bantayan Island, it has always been since I was, you know, in my teens, it was one of my favorite islands. It was kind of like a Boracay, but before it was so, um, it gave me a lot of island vibes. Mm -hmm. But because of this one movie they said that was filmed in this in uh, Bantayan, in Bantayan oh, really? that made it like really famous. It was like a movie with um, Sam Milby or something like that. And uh, it made it really famous. So there's a lot of tourists who go there. And now when I visited, I actually don't really like it that much anymore. Oh, really? And, yeah, a lot of things has changed. And... A lot of people move to the island. There's a lot of houses, like houses that they converted into an Airbnb or, you know, a lot of resorts. Mm -hmm. And um, mm. this cliff, particular cliff that uh, we always go to before with my friends when we go to Bantayan, like we rent a bike and we go around the island and we just go to that specific cliff where only locals know about. And, you know, we jump with the locals and all that. And now it has become one of the tourist spots, like, Kind of when you go to Boracay and someone presents you with a whole itinerary of like things to do no. in Bantayan, that's one mm -hmm. of the spots that you need to go to. And when I went there, I really didn't appreciate it as much as when I was younger. Like it has, it was totally different. And you know, sometimes when you go to a place, um, like when you go home, like everything feels the same. Like oh. This used to be where I eat. This used to be where I always buy my my stuff. But uh, everything feels so different, but it looks so the same. And then you realize that the thing that's changed is you. Like you feel so foreign in this in this place where you grew up. I don't know if it makes sense, but it's just how I see things. I get it. Like yeah. um, you will feel like. Oh, a lot of a lot has changed, mm -hmm. but when you go back, um, and then you realize, oh, it's pretty much the same. So yeah, you were right that it's actually you. It's that's actually changed. you that has changed. I realized that too. To be honest, like I was so into like eating a lot of seafood, and when we were in Boracay, uh, weirdly, me and my sister we had food poisoning. So oh my god. Um, we were there for like four days, four nights and three day, uh, three days, yeah. And my sister was the one who had it worse than me. But it was like after she was okay, then it was me who had food poisoning. And we didn't really know if it's because our stomach is not used to shellfish anymore or because they didn't really cook the shellfish properly. Well. Or I don't know what it was, <laughs> but we didn't really enjoy... Um, the food in Boracay as much and well the beach was that was for sure very very nice but the food scene in Bora was like not just like it was not for me <laughs> oh really yeah I enjoyed more Shargo because you know it's more like island vibes and 
you expect that the food would be cheaper obviously because it's in an island and mm. the the produce is fresh from you know the fishermen they just dock and then you can right away buy from them mm-hmm. so yeah ah uh. i was a bit disappointed <laughs> with rakai <laughs> well yeah that's the um setback for you know highly commercialized commercialized yeah. and highly visited island mm-hmm. um by tourists and even local tourists uh well at least you had your three weeks worth of food and mm-hmm. beach and sunshine <laughs> <laughs> no uh, regrets yes so. like my heart is full so um it really feels so good to go back home in the sense that it's like you have some kind of closure like you went uh-huh. away like to go live somewhere else and then it's like you have this urge that you need to go back to your motherland you know mm-hmm. and um, it satisfied me in a way and my heart is full and i feel happy now i'm a newborn <laughs> person <laughs> newborn <evolved>. i'm renewed <laughs> Yeah, you just need that one trip, right? Yeah, that's like, true. Uh, to go on again with mm-hmm. your current life. Yeah. Um, although it's hard, um, it it was hard for you when you came back. Yeah. <laughs> because of the jet lag. Yeah, and, that's true. And, and all. it was kind of for us as a family. It was like a healing after we have grieved for so long after mm-hmm. my mom passed. Mm-hmm. It was like a very happy memory in replacement mm-hmm. of you know the whole grieving mm-hmm. it was like we had this feeling like my mom was always there with us everywhere um, we went and i know that nice. feeling that was the feeling that i was telling you about when i had that sedona trip last mm-hmm. month yeah so yeah it was somehow a closure i'm i know it wasn't like 100% closure i think i will have that that 100% closure when i go back to montana mm-hmm. and you know um be in in that house that she has lived until she died mm-hmm. um but yeah i know that feeling yeah. of being with your family and you know just talking and sharing that time with them while grieving you're still grieving you yeah. know um and it's just that feeling that that person whom you're grieving for still feels like their presence is still there mm-hmm. um yeah that was the same feeling that i felt when i was in sedona although it was my first time in sedona but mm-hmm. like i felt that my aunt was there the whole time Like you can feel their presence yeah. but you can't see them but know. you know you just know in your heart that they're with yeah. you. Yeah. And like each corner that you go to remind reminds you of them like their mm-hmm. presence and you know how how fun or how memorable it would be if they were there. But you know, uh you just you just needed that and yeah we needed what, the healing yeah, you you just needed that and to spend time with you know the family um it, it just it's different 
It when, really do. Yeah, when you grieve alone and when you grieve with your family. Because like us as a family, we're all over the world. Yes. Um, my dad and my older sister is in Cebu. My younger sister is in Philly and I'm here in Montreal. And we're kind of, when my mom was gone, like we were grieving separately. Mm-hmm. But every time we come together, like when I went home in the US last year, when I spent time with my dad and my younger sister, like it was good. Like the feeling was good. Like we were grieving together in a way. And when we finally all met in Cebu, it it was like full circle. <laughs> like we're all grieving and healing mm-hmm. and what. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for that experience. Yeah. And we are just lucky that we had that, you know, experience, right? Yeah. Like- I mean, not everyone is... Um, lucky enough to you know get a leave from work or Mm. um you know have at least three weeks to get off and see family across the world it doesn't happen every day but uh thank you lord that i had that opportunity yeah we'll always be grateful right yeah well now that you're back (laughs) (laughs) so story for another episode <laughs> yes and i'm just excited too that you know from from this moment we we look forward to you know different things and adventures and experiences to talk about in our future podcast episodes yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Do> you agree <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> It's just my brain talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just excited that you know we're we're sort of back uh, from yeah. where we left off, mm-hmm. like almost a month ago. So yeah, so that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap, and we'll see you on our next episode. <laughs> see you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye.